It's Jim, it's May the 1st, 2020, and it's the world of bonds. Government bonds are pretty strong at the moment, so 10-year US Treasuries down below 60 at 59 basis points. Japanese JGBs, 10 years, minus 3. Gilt's very strong, 22 basis points at 10 years. And the Bund having another leg uh, into more negative territory, minus 59 basis points for the Bund. Credit, though, remains well-supported, 195 basis points for investment-grade dollar debt and high yield, just a little bit above 750 basis points. So we've talked a lot in the last few days about the ability to repay. Let's talk a bit more about the willingness to repay debts that are being built up at the moment. Um, We talked also about the US's exorbitant privilege, this idea that it can kind of borrow forever because it's the reserve currency, king dollar around the world. Uh, But as I say, willingness is also very important. And earlier this week, Senator Lindsey Graham talked about introducing a pandemic tariff against China that would involve wiping out China's holdings of US Treasury bonds. Remember, China owns um, around about 7% of the US debt outstanding. It's over a trillion US dollars, getting on for 1.1 trillion US dollars worth of Treasury bonds. That's about a quarter of the overseas uh, investors in US debt. Um, and could the US default unilaterally just on the debt that China owes to it as some sort of revenge, both economically, geopolitically, and uh, most recently for the perception that it caused the coronavirus um, outbreak around the world? So it's not just China, um, Asia as a whole, there are 10 biggest holders of US treasuries, are, are pretty much Asian. Um, They own together over three trillion US dollars. In the past, people thought this gave them leverage over the US government. Um, But perhaps the opposite is true. There's a good Forbes article recently um, suggesting that these Asian central banks, sovereign wealth funds, etc., reserves, are stuck holding an asset whose value is in the hands of arguably the most erratic leader America has ever seen. And it is worth then looking at what Trump has done in his past as a um, as a somebody who has borrowed heavily in his personal life against his properties and his businesses, um, and in May 2016, Trump himself said, "I would borrow as the U.S. government, knowing that if the economy crashed, you could make a deal." Because that's what he's done in his past. You know, he's gone bankrupt. He's restructured his debts. He owes one of the European banks a lot of money for for some of his property holdings even now. Um, So, you know, this is a cultural shift of somebody who could pay China back, but doesn't think he has to in some ways. So yesterday, the Washington Post had a headline that US officials are crafting retaliatory actions against China. Um, And there are lots of things in there, including tariffs and um, uh, the ability to sue a sovereign which doesn't really exist uh, very well in in US law. So some of those things, but also within that is the uh, ability to default on the the bonds that China owns effectively. Trump, it must said, did row back on that late yesterday and, and said that to do so would be worrying for the kind of dollars reserve currency status and I think that's that's absolutely right but you know there have been unnamed officials um, as part of those meetings that are going on and are openly going on this week and saying that punishing China is definitely in Trump's head right now 
So we have to think about what the unintended consequences of doing this would be. Because, you know, let's face it, they'd be absolutely massive. Could they provoke a war? Yeah, absolutely. Um, The practicalities are also really worth thinking about because you can't actually default against one class of bondholder uh, and keep paying other bondholders. You know, there's cross-default clauses. That means if one set of bonds goes bust, then everything else gets forced into default simultaneously of, you know, depending on the legal documentation. But in this case, um, the US treasuries that I own would also be in default if um, China's US treasuries are in default. Um, And there'd be huge implications for that too. You know, lots of people would not be able to own US treasuries anymore. They would fall out of um, the the world government bond indices and um, suddenly there'd be massive forced sellers. So on top of that, obviously, there would be retaliation, repercussions, uh, but it probably would be the end of finance as we know it, the end of bond markets to some extent. And so as a result of that, I think this has suddenly been elevated from something that nobody would ever have worried about to something that we do now have to worry about as a bond investor, however unlikely it is. Have a good weekend.